Hey baby. Hey baby. I'm Erin. And I'm Jackie and welcome back to the Hey Baby podcast. Welcome back everyone. We have an exciting episode today. We have a very special episode today. Today we have our first ever guests, our moms. Welcome to the podcast moms. But before we get into that, as usual, we're going to do a little life update, but don't worry, the moms will be um, speaking soon. <laughs> if you listen to the past episodes, you know that I take online classes, or I'm taking them this summer. The other day, my professor thought that she was on mute and went to talk to her <laughs> husband and said, these students are all wimps, and then went, oh, <laughs> shit. I forgot to mute oh, myself, oops. and one of the girls in my class caught it on camera, oh my so God. we have her saying that, and we just thought that it was really funny, because we kind of don't really like her anyway, so that was that was a good time. <laughs> um, and Are then, you guys wimps? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not a wimp. I don't consider myself a wimp. <laughs> in other news, TikTok is getting banned. Oh, yeah. That's what Trump thinks he's going to do. Yes, that's what my dad said. I thought it was just because, like, something about them leaking information to China, but then apparently something else happened, like, directly related to Trump. I don't know. And I bet, I feel like my mom's probably heard something about this, and she probably has some insight. Do you, Mom? I I think I do. I think it has to do with (laughs) Trump's Tulsa rally that was drastically under-attended compared to expectations. Oh, yeah. Because on TikTok, everyone reserved seats at the rally so that, and didn't go, so that there'd be all these empty seats, and so now he's going to ban TikTok. (laughs) Right. So, because I guess he expected a million people People, mm. And it was like under 7,000. He's upset at being brought down by teenage girls using TikTok, which probably <laughs> isn't the whole story, but you know, people here, certain people hear something mm. and they just run with it. Mm. That's that on that. How's your week been, Jackie? My week has been good. Um, actually, and we'll talk about this a lot this episode, but me and my mom have a book coming out next spring or winter with or or february 9th (laughs) or february with penguin random house and we've been revising it this week so things are pretty good in our household so that's basically what i've been up to not too much else but that's kept us plenty busy and we'll have plenty more to talk about in that episode about that with no further ado this week our episode we have our moms with us and we're gonna be asking them tons of questions ranging from if we were good children growing up to their funniest college stories all right let's introduce the moms i'm lauren barrett's logstead and i am the mom of the jackie half of uh hey baby (laughs) oh is it my turn um i am karen clark not an infamous Karen. I am nowhere on the news. <laughs> I am a nice Karen. I never ask for a manager. We love um, a nice Karen. Yes, I'm a good, well-behaved Karen, and I am the mother of the Aaron half. That must be so annoying with the Karen stuff going on these days. Every time I see it, I think, well, I've got at least two Facebook friends that I grew up with that are Karens and they're good people and why are we just trashing a single name? Yeah, poor nice Karens. (laughs) Uh, Tell me about it because I actually did 
have an issue with an email that was received this week and I wanted to snark back at the person and I had to stop myself because I would sign the email Karen and I was afraid. I'm like, oh, I can't. I'm not allowed to complain now because my name's yeah. Karen. And now I know why I have always felt bad for men named Dick because they must have been living with the same thing I'm living with now. So, yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into some questions. Let's hear a little bit more about the moms. So... What do you guys do every day? What are your jobs? What do you do? Tell us more about yourselves. I write novels for all different age groups, and I'm uh, shorter than people ever think I am <laughs> when they meet me in person. And I have a cat and a great daughter, and I'm happy to be here. Well, I'm not a writer. That sounds really interesting. Um, <laughs> I work in a hospital laboratory as a clinical microbiologist whoa and that's what I do most part-time I'd say I have another daughter named Katie I have a wonderful dog who is my favorite child <laughs> and, um, a husband who's okay too and uh, I guess that's that's about it I think we're going to start out with some questions for the moms about us, the daughters. So this should get interesting. In what ways do you think that we are similar to you or you're similar to us? And in what ways are we different? The ways that Jackie and I are, have things in common, I think that we are both resilient people. Life throws a lot at us. We're more likely to say things like coronavirus, this sucks, but the focus should be on the people who are really suffering. And for us, well, we'll just find a way to make the most of this. We'll take this as bonus time we didn't expect to have together in life. Uh, we'll take the opportunity to do a creative project and like we'll think outside of ourselves. In ways we're different, she is far more talented than I am. She is braver than I am. When she was 11 years old, she went to 11, 13, something like that. She did this open mic night in New York where it was like all adults. She was really nervous. I could see her hands shaking. And, you know, I'm not usually, I'll let my kid get out of something, but I thought there's no shame in her not going up there right now. But she went up and she was shaking in the beginning as she was playing her guitar, but she just started singing and she went with it and she was amazing. And I thought, just man, you are, you are brave, you know, because I could not do that, the performance aspect at your age. So um, that's one way we're different. I'm sure there's other ways. She's taller than I am. She's prettier than I am. You know, a lot of things. And I'm happy to have her pass me in life. So you flatter me. Well, it's like You're true, so but you also know fans? if you give me something to look at to edit, I'll tell you where the mistakes are. Yes, I, I, I don't I, lie. I don't just lie to you. You two are adorable. We need to have coffee sometime, if we're allowed. If we're allowed. If we're allowed. Once we're allowed. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, now say nice things about me. <laughs> um, we're both beautiful. We're both stunning. How are we this? about it but I don't know it's a tough question I think we both enjoy creativity that's one of the reasons I like that Erin is artistic and I try to support even her doing this podcast 
I'm glad she's using her creative skills in different ways. I didn't always have those opportunities, so I'm happy to see her and her friend Jackie pursue those kind of things, take risks like that. I'm one difference is probably not that Erin is the biggest risk taker. <laughs> I am not a risk taker and some of these things they're risky to put yourself out there. So I'm proud to see her do that and take a chance and give a shot at it and learn a lot through the process. What else is different? I like a to lot. eat. I like to eat and eat a lot and she eats like a bird. Um, <laughs> okay. She's a little more kind of black and white and I kind of see the gray, gray. areas more like but um, we kind of help each other with those things. So, but Good. yeah. Good did, I do okay? did I do Good. okay? Yeah. You did yeah. great. Very cool. <laughs> And it sounds like a perfect mother-daughter relationship, too, because you've got the mom that's good with, you know, math and, and science. So you can help her with her taxes when, hey, baby takes off so much. And through her artistic talents, yeah. our daughters are wealthy and they start to support us. Our daughters yeah. are wealthy. Yeah. The, that sounds great. Did you hear about the empire they're building? The hey, baby <laughs> empire. If you guys were our age, so thinking back to when you were our age, would you have been friends with us? Why or why not? I think the answer is no for my mom, at least. <laughs> I think the bigger question would have been, would you guys have been friends with me? Or would you have been <laughs> like, you yeah, she's a little bit odd. Well, maybe you, not. What were you like when you were our age? In college? Sure, I was, like 20. I was kind of wild. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I, well, think, yeah, liked I you. think you guys would have been friends. I, I think we need details on the wild. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there later. Well, yeah. you know what? I'll bet that will come up with other questions we later. We definitely have some specific questions about, about crazy stories and, yes. and whatnot. I enjoy being around people who kind of teach me things, and I would have admired your creative abilities, and I would have been fascinated by that. Okay. All right. Were we difficult teens growing up? For the most part, Aaron was not difficult, but we had our difficult moments <laughs> and our disagreements. But I think I always knew we'd come out on the sunny side. <laughs> and I think we're there for the most part. Okay, that, that question went better than I thought it would. <laughs> I thought I'd get exposed a little bit. Exposed? Yeah. I want to expose you. It's hard. I think probably the hardest thing, uh, one of the hardest things of being mom is from the time they're very small, like the minute they leave your body, they're moving away from you. And that letting go thing, that balance of, of course I want you to be independent, that's the goal right the goal is for them to grow up and go out into the world and do things and be confident doing so but it's hard to relinquish sometimes the control that you yourself had or the influence or the say that you get in things um you know that said i've been um extraordinarily lucky what did you think we would be when we grew up and we know we're not fully there yet 
but I guess the question is more, are we on the path that you thought we would be on? Like, did you think I'd be a scientist or something? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, it could, it could always flip. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think she's on the path that I expected or hoped for for her. Not that I had a particular idea of what I want her to be or thought she would be. I always thought she'd tend to be in a creative field. My hope for her was that she would work at what she wanted and take risks and put herself out there and just follow follow her dreams and we would support that. So I think I think she's doing that, and we're proud of her for that. Jackie's definitely on a path that I would have expected. I mean, from a young age, she was always into any kind of artistic things, singing, playing a wide variety of instruments, acting, and writing. I don't know if I necessarily thought, because I know the thing that she'd like the most is writing for television, film, and directing. So I don't know those were necessarily the box I would have ticked, but something in all of this is very uh, familiar and expected and the only thing maybe we would have thought that maybe she'd do differently is um i know that my husband um th thought that she might make a great like lawyer or in my case i think she'd be great in like diplomatic service or something like that because i think she's very good at she's she's passionate about the things that she believes in um, and fights for them strongly, but say if somebody comes for her to her for advice at the situation, that she's always going to be supportive of her friend, but she's not going to be a, a yes woman. And she is going to say, well, okay, but maybe you need to handle this differently. Maybe next time try this instead. You know, the kinds of things that you sort of need an advocate to do for you. Um, so, but yeah, she's exactly where I'd expect her to be. I'm glad you didn't think that I was going to be, like, a fireman or something. A fireman? Well, you know, you know, that would be serving people, so I guess that would not necessarily surprise me. I would worry like crazy, but yeah. I could see that. Is there anything about us that's been, like, surprising about how we've, like, changed as we've grown up? I'm sorry, this is a boring answer, but no. <laughs> No, um, you know, on our refrigerator, because we live in a really small place, we've got most of Jackie's um, school pictures lined up next to each other. And except, I've looked the same oh, since I, I was four years right, old. Right, you, you see the face go, it's a constant. The smile is a constant, even before orthodontia. It's still the same. You could pick her out of a lineup. If, you'd said, if you looked at her at 20 years old and said, once upon a time there was a six-year-old who did this horrible thing, which one was it? If it was her, you'd be like, that's the kid. Her personality is kind of like that, too. So, no, it's, it's not really surprising. Personality-wise, you've like, always been difficult. You've always oh, been yeah. difficult. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you a story. Erin um, was Aaron was a hideous baby. She was beautiful. Beautiful little face. She was just a very pretty little baby. She cried she cried for a year. Her father says she didn't smile for the first year of her life. No. She just cried. Cried and cried. So I'd be visiting the pediatrician all the time and they would just say, Mrs. Clark, it's your daughter. And they advised me to get a book 
I think it was called um, How to, how deal, to with deal with a Difficult Child or something <gasps> yes. like that. They just said it was her personality. Has it has it gotten better though? It she doesn't scream as much. The funny thing is, she's, <laughs> a, she's a very quiet person. Like ever since she's been pretty quiet, like she keeps to herself. She does not express herself a lot. If she's angry, you don't always see it. It's kind of kept inside. Watch out, everyone. <laughs> yeah. But she does, she explodes every now and then, but um, not as bad as the first year of her life. The moms are doing so good answering The moms are doing great. Say. We can stop just flattering us and start talking more about you and ask you more about your time when you were our age. So we want to hear about your experience in college. What kind of school did you go to? Um, what was it like? Was it small like ours or was it big? What was your experience like? I went to a school within about 30 minutes from my home. I lived there, but it was still very close to home. It was a state school. It was not my first choice but it was my only choice because I was pretty much told that's where I was going, which is different than Aaron's situation because we probably mostly because of my situation, I wanted Aaron to have options and told her if she worked hard that we would try our best to get her where she wanted to go. I went to a school close to home and I don't know if they still refer to schools this way, but back then they called it a suitcase college because kids left every weekend. And I did too. I would be gone by Friday because I worked every weekend. Well, I went to the University of Connecticut. Back then that was about 16,000, I think 20,000 with the graduate students on campus. Um, back then it was known as a bit of a suitcase college. It was also known for being a cow college before, <laughs> because of the School of Agriculture, but cow that also college. meant that we had like oh. the most amazing ice cream um, there. And yeah, and I, I think it was known as a party that. school too. What did you study and what kind of activities did you do? I was a psych major. I was not involved formally in anything. I come from people who always said that we're not joiners. <laughs> okay. <Why? laughs> Even though my parents join things, but they'd say we're not joiners. Why? And I don't know. You know, I was so busy. I mean, the school just was overwhelming at first, the sheer size of it. And, uh, you know, it was enough just to show up at class and keep the whole social life going all along. So it wasn't necessarily that there weren't things that I was interested in, but it was more like um, I was dabbling. I was in medical technology and biology is what I studied. I originally went in as a chemistry major and then realized how difficult that would be <laughs> and that I'd have to move on for a PhD and I couldn't see that happening. And to be honest with you, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew I was supposed to graduate and get a job and support myself, and that was my goal. That's a start. So <laughs> I was supposed to be out of the house and make a living and move on, and so that's what I did. Mom, how, how did you go from, you majored in psychology, but like you said, now you're an author. Mm -hmm. How did that, come about yeah 
Well, psychologist was something that I thought from the time I was uh, very young that that's what I was going to do. About halfway through college, I realized that, you know, I had taken just as many English courses as psych courses and enjoyed them far more. Kind of stuff that I thought I would want to do with psychology, I was no longer interested <laughs> in doing uh, but you know I was already kind of you know like a gerbil on a treadmill so I finished out the degree and um, you know even though I had enough for English I could have switched to that if I was willing to jump through a couple of uh, university hoops I could have gotten a double degree but I graduated with a psych degree with absolutely no intention to ever use it and then I got a, a job in an independent bookstore uh, where I worked for the better part of 11 years. In addition to thinking from the time I was 12 that I might be a psychologist from the time when I was 12 was the first time I did get an idea in my head um, that maybe I had stories to tell that other people would want to hear, but it took 20 years until um, when I was 32 years old. One day I basically walked out of my job of 11 years with full benefits and a month's paid vacation a year and decided to go take a chance on my writing. Okay, so here's the question we've all been waiting for. <gasps> Jackie's mom. <laughs> do you, what is it? Do you have any fun memories or crazy stories from college that you'd mom, like to share with us? You said you were wild. There, there were a lot of fun times mm -hmm. in college. I also do want to say, though, having listened to your mental health episode recently, which I thought was a very important and valuable episode for college students, for high school students, for people older than college students, because it, it touched on a lot of important uh, themes. It's not a cakewalk now. It wasn't a cakewalk then. Like, if you ask me, did I have fun in college, I'll say, hell yes, I had fun in college. <laughs> there were also times in college it was absolutely agonizing, particularly in the beginning, particularly the first few months, getting used to a life that was so different than the life I had known, good and bad, you know, for the first umpteen years going into it. Um, it's not easy. Lots of times you look around, and I think this is something you did touch on in the episode, and it just looks like, especially in an Instagram-ready world, that everyone else at college is doing right, uh, college right, and you're the only one that's not, and you're the only one that's home on Friday night. In fact, the overwhelming majority of people have the same doubts you have, have the same pains you have. They're just not saying it you know, but they're feeling it. So anyways, that does not answer your question about fun, but I just didn't want you to think, man, they had a great time. They had all the best music and they had fun. Whereas all we have is angst and a pandemic, you know, it's, it's not that clear cut, the differences. Um, in terms of crazy stories, do I tell you the time someone took a finger off in my doorway, or do I tell you the time a friend held me out a fifth-story window by my ankles? I don't know. <gasps> there were some crazy times. Um, anything close to that, right? Well, and 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 you know, maybe you're lucky. None of you. Maybe your buildings weren't that high up, which is a good thing sometimes. I did live on the ninth floor, but there was no dangling out windows. That no, I know. no, that's I think a, I could that's go a good thing. That. You could go without that happening. Like yeah. exactly, exactly. I wish when I was in school that we had more guidance even before we got to school. Mental health. You didn't talk about it at all that I recall back then. No. That was just kind of pushed to the side. You were just supposed to push through and get done what you were supposed to get done. But um, let's 
see. One time I went home because I had to work, but then I wanted to go back to school. So I took my mom's car against her will. It's like back roads, farm fields. I didn't hit one deer. I hit three deer at the same time. I got to my friend's house. She was my roommate, but she lived in the same town. So I got to her family's home. Her dad checked out the car, said, oh, yeah, there's some damage. There's deer hide up in your fender. And I was like. That's what we like to hear. But is it. (laughs) But is it still drivable? And he said, well, yeah, you're fine. So I just went ahead to the party. (laughs) And still had a good time. We don't let anything stop us. Yes, nothing was going to stop me from getting to the party. Do you think that college is a lot different now from when you were in college? Or do you think it's, from what we say, it's a lot of the same. I think so, the social media thing, it helps them be more aware of the world and what's going on around. Same thing with the activism, um, because I don't recall being quite as aware of the happenings in the world and um, those kind of social issues. Mm-hmm. So I think they're more worldly, probably, than I was when I was their age. It's good that you mentioned the social media uh, because, I mean, that, of course, is the huge difference. um, And that relates to topics that we were discussing earlier about just the mental health issue or even just simply satisfaction with your surroundings you know and I don't want to be like an old person like like social media is bad for you because you know like I practically live on Twitter (laughs) you know fighting my own wars with the world so not knocking anybody else but I do think you know an Instagram Snapchat world is a world where um, you are constantly being bombarded with those images that make you feel like everyone else is doing it better. Whereas when I was in college, if I didn't feel like going yeah. out on Friday night or I didn't have someone to do something with, I closed my door. Now, maybe I could hear, because it was a loud campus, people shouting outside, but it's not the same as sitting in your room and looking at your phone and seeing this one at this party and this one at that one and feeling like, man, everybody else is doing this right and I must be doing it wrong. I think that helped with, you know, and some of the struggles we may have had, you know, when they went through their teen years, it's because they couldn't turn it off. They were being bombarded all the time, whereas when we grew up, you left school and they were gone and these days they're not gone and then they have that pool that they have to constantly see what's going on so i think it's just it's a struggle listen to episode three on social media if you haven't already (laughs) yes it's a good one and it's not a surprise that me and my mom's opinions are very right. similar. Yeah, right. But for all of for all of those things, you know, whether it's you know Facebook or this or that, you know, it's uh, it's important to keep in mind that the thing itself is just a thing. It's neither good nor evil. It's it's how we use it. My my mom isn't on social media, and but she has a Facebook, and people were telling her that it, she looked creepy because she didn't have like a profile photo or anything. She just. <laughs> I'm like, how can I look creepy if there's no picture there? And she's like, you don't understand. They think 
you're creepy because they can't see you and they want to know who you are. I still didn't put a picture out there because I don't really care. I'm not going to do it just because everybody else is putting their picture and these people yep. that I don't even really know think I need to have a picture. I don't care. Did you feel like you knew what you wanted to do with your life? Did you feel confused or on track? Um, yeah. Did you feel lost? Like, how were you feeling when you were our age? Do you remember? Well, when I was your age, I actually graduated from college when I was 20. A week or two later, I had to get a job, and I took a job working retail in an independent bookstore. It ended up being, in the long run, probably one of the best training I could have had for what I do for a living because I learned an awful lot about books. Um, but sure, I was confused back then, but I came from a household, too, where I had an older brother, and his education was very important to my parents. You know, it's important for him to uh, major in something serious and get a good job afterwards. And me, it was just kind of like, eh, well, we'll just get her through, you know? There was no real focus or support for that. Yes, there were times I felt lost, but I also feel that in what ended up being my chosen career, writing novels, one of the things that served me best was the fact that I had never had a real safety net um, at home. I didn't have people that were going to prompt me up artistically or help me figure the ins and outs of things. And um, so I was used to a world that said no to me a lot. And uh, if you want to write for a living, you need to get used to the fact that there is going to be a lot of no coming your way before anyone ever says yes, unless you're the luckiest person in the universe. And you have to find a way to hold on to yourself of self and your belief in yourself through all the years of hearing no. So Yeah, I didn't really know what I wanted to do then. And then the only reason I ended up in what I do now um, is because I said to a friend, what exactly is medical technology? I think my <laughs> credits will transfer, but I really didn't know what it was about. And I kind of got stuck in it. It wasn't something I can move around in or do other things. So I've been doing the same thing for 25 to 30 years. I tried a year or two ago to go back to school, um, but it was a little expensive and I now have two kids in college, so that wasn't going to work out. But um, I still have dreams of doing other things and we'll see how that goes. But um, can you yeah. tell us what one of those dreams are specifically? Well, originally before I went to school, I always thought somehow I would make it to law school. That never happened. What? And yes, that was my dream was probably, I probably would have preferred that than what I'm doing. What about an interior designer? Um. Not interior design, but I'd love to do the whole flipping houses thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yes, I, we want to do that, too. Well, we kind of sort of did it before people were flipping houses. Ooh. The process of selling it, I was like, oh, I can do this, and I can get even more money for it than the realtor says I can. So I wouldn't mind at some point once we pay these kids off <laughs> to, uh, 
to do that, to invest in something and turn it around, preferably an old house we can breathe, you know, life into again. That's what I'd love to do, but we'll see. I'm getting up there. You never You're never know. too old. No. <laughs> and you never know what the future will bring. So maybe Aaron can help me. Yeah. Yeah. Flipping there you families. Go. <laughs> we should have, have um, a YouTube series. Um, audience, let us know if you would like Jackie and Aaron to do a house flipping series with oh, their moms. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> we might be idea. getting ahead of ourselves a little Let's bit. Do it. And, and Karen and I will both go back to school and get our law there degrees, you, you know, so then we yes. can just kind of handle all the closings and stuff there like that. It'd be awesome. It'll be perfect. That would be fun. That's a great idea. Here, here's a cute story, but we had landscaping done, and I don't remember how old were you. Erin, like, made a whole portfolio and plan and sat at the table with the landscaper and mm -hmm. gave the land. We were like, we have to give you Erin's plan. You don't remember that? I think it was TJ. No, I think it was I don't TJ. I think it was TJ. And you had, like, pictures and you drew pictures of I, I wanted to be an architect at one point yeah so she had a whole landscape plan and you couldn't have been more than like eight eight or ten <laughs> so she's always had an opinion about those kind of things <laughs> where things should go how things should look she's particular about color and do you have any mom advice or mom wisdom for young people or college students. Number one is uh, read, because reading opens up worlds. Anything that increases your empathy and helps you see other people, I think is a plus. And number two is um, always remember, the only person who can ever really take you out of the game is you. So often we defeat ourselves. We don't wait for the world to say no to us, we say no to ourselves when, you know, like, hey, baby podcast, I don't know what your guys' numbers are. I don't know what your goals are for where you want to be at the site, but you know what? No one can tell you you can't do this. At six months, we expect you to be here, so we're not here. But no one can fire you from this, you know? I mean, there's some things you do need the world's okay for. If you want to be a surgeon, you actually do need to be certified. You can't just walk into an eye operating room and say, let me at it. You know, so I guess people can say no to you about some things and yet, and yet. You know, give yourself permission to, to dream big and then go for it and work for it. And when people say no to you, just instead of taking it as a reason to take your foot off the gas, Put your foot on the gas a little harder. Use it as fuel. You should also be an inspirational speaker, a motivational <laughs> speaker. A lot of what you just said, we just had this conversation, and there's always going to be somebody out there who's too afraid to take a risk. And mm -hmm. they see other people taking risks and learning and gaining or getting what they want, and... To build themselves up, they have to put someone else down. So, and you just have to forge ahead. It ha I'm sure it happens to everybody who sets a goal and wants to get somewhere. There's always going to be someone who steps out there and tries to cut you off. And that's when it comes to anything. And I think I mentioned before about risk taking. It's scary, but it's 
what you have to do. And that's one thing I, I wish I would have done. Like even the house flipping thing. I'm afraid. I'm scared. And I will be if I ever get to do it again. But by damn, I'm going to do it. That's some, some <laughs> way I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do that for myself. And if I lose, I lose. But don't worry. You, I'll make sure something's left behind for you, Erin. Thanks. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. You never know who you're going to meet. You're never going to know what, you know, you may learn something and you may end up being a brain surgeon. You never know. I don't think so. It could happen. It could happen. Thank you for thinking that I have the ability to be a brain surgeon. Well, I didn't say that, but. Oh. (laughs) Okay, well then. Never mind. You, You all have the ability to be whatever you want. Well. I think that that was the last question that we have for the moms. I'm curious, can you tell our voices apart? Because I'm sitting here and it sounds like my mom and I's voices are similar or the way we talk is similar. Interesting. Because like when my mom was saying that Jackie's mom has more insights than her, I always feel the same way. Like Jackie always has all the smart things to say and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> maybe we just talk a lot. Yeah, maybe we just <laughs> like to hear ourselves talk. That could be it. That's very, it. We yeah. like to hear You're ourselves talk. Eloquent, though. You're very eloquent. Yeah. Well, I think my thing is I spend, I've spent most of the last quarter of a century working in a basement by myself. Oh. So it's like, it's like if you let me out, it's like, oh, She's got a lot talk. to say. I may not get a chance again. <laughs> But I loved hearing what you had to say, too. I thought you had so many great insights. And it was so great to meet you. And I'm going to get a shirt soon. I can see Erin wearing our first ever item of Hey Baby merch. And I'm going to get a prototype soon. And I'm very excited. They're cute, aren't they? I get one. They look so cute. I get one. There's there's stuff on the back, too. Did she see the back? Look out on the Instagram, which you all should be following, for some sneak peeks of the merch and other fun things that will be happening, you should leave us a rating and review. Oh, and follow us on TikTok before it gets banned. And let all your friends know if you like the podcast. You can tag them on our Instagram, and then they'll know about the podcast too, and then we'll spread the word, and then we'll become an empire, and we'll have a whole Hey Baby army. Yes. that's the plan. And I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, but me and my mom have a book coming out on February 9th, 2021 that we wrote together. And I will leave a link to pre-order in the description because Yay. you can get it now. I and will be ordering. Get excited, everyone. Get super excited. Get excited. So, <laughs> yeah. See, we don't have a so, book. Yeah. We need a book. Okay. So now me and my mom need to have a book. Wait, no, no you guys are in a book. Then there'll be competition, and we don't want to compete with Jackie. Although no I'm sure that a book would no be better. We'll, we'll both lift each other up. Yeah, I'm not worried we about We can all succeed. Thank you all for listening. It seems like this episode went really well. I think our moms did such a good job. Our moms did an amazing job. <laughs> Thank you so much again for coming. Can I go make dinner now? <laughs> yes, you can go make dinner now. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna get up. Bye, baby. Bye, baby. Bye, (laughs) baby.